afternoon. My name is Joel. And my name is Emma. And we are Voices of EDP. What's up guys, it's Natalia here with, who am I with? Nathaniel Alford Nunez, good. Good, I heard there was, you know, the student election and you won president. How do you feel about that? I feel great about it and I'm grateful. I'm grateful for it and I want to thank everyone that voted for me. And I'll, I'll make sure that I will help everyone in the school. That's so good. How do you plan on, like, changing things at school? How do you, like, you know, plan on changing our environment and making it funner for us? I just want to do something that would just get our mind off of school because of how stressful it can be. And I know a lot of people are leaving because of how stressful it is, so I just want to make it less stressful for them. Yeah, I've noticed that. I feel like, yeah, school does get stressful here and there, but... With your help, hopefully we could like make it a safer and better environment. Yeah. True. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I've also heard that the volleyball team has won a trophy. What are your opinions on the volleyball team? And what I'm would you so love proud. to say to them? I am so proud of our team and I just wanna like give top my top bro for Reagan for getting the winning point. So proud of her. Yeah, I was looking at that volleyball game, and I noticed, I'm like, wow, this girl has really great talent. Yeah, she, she deserves that winning point, for real. I feel like that whole volleyball team put their hearts into that game. Like, they, they played their best, they did so great, and they beat, like, the other teams, you know? Like, they gave it their all. I'm just so proud for them. Yeah, I'm very proud. Oh, okay. And there's also Halloween coming up. Yes. Like, isn't that like most people's favorite, you know, holiday season? I mean, like, my favorite season is spooky season because of how fun and creative people could get. What do you plan on being for Halloween this year? Uh, I'm planning to be ghost based. Oh, so you trying to be scary? Uh, I'm trying to scare some people. That's what I'm trying to do. You know what I'm saying? It's Halloween time. <laughs> yeah. What would you guys love to be for Halloween? Think about that and tell your friends. Tell your friends your ideas. Me? I plan on being the Little Red Riding Hood because I feel like she's so pretty, you know? It's so nice. Yeah, try to find some wolf, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. What would you love to say to our PESD members, like our community? Like, what would you love to say to everyone? I just want to say I appreciate y'all for, you know, just being there. 
and I'm happy, and I'm proud of y'all, and I hope you guys have an amazing day. Okay, guys, so that's, like, I feel like Nathaniel's going to be a great president, you know, because, like, he's outgoing and things. I feel like it's, I feel like it's good. I feel like this year, this year is going to be great. Oh, my God. Oh, and also there's a soccer team coming up. What do you think about the soccer team? How do you think they're going to do? Um, well, I think we just got to be just like the volleyball team. Have great hopes and just look out for each other. And whoever gets into the volleyball team, I mean, soccer team, I believe in you. <laughs> yeah. Some kids in the 8th grade class are, like, really looking forward for that soccer team. I Like, I see them, and they're all excited about it. They're, like, hoping to be on that team. And, you know, our school is a winning school. Like, we will not give up until we win. Either way, if we don't win, it's okay because, you know, it's better trying than giving it your all. Yeah, as long as yeah. you try. Cause like, what's his goal without yeah. not trying? Uh huh. It'd be dead. <laughs> okay. What what like rhetorical questions do you have for us, Nathaniel? Uh, historical. Historical. Okay, so historical. like, like, what keeps you motivated to get up in a day? You know, just go to school. Like, what keeps you motivated just to stay? Okay, guys, thank you for listening to our podcast. Thank you. Oh, and if you see Nathaniel walking outside of the classroom or just in general, make sure to congratulate him on winning the president election. Okay, thank you, guys. Nathaniel, let's say goodbye. Goodbye. Hope you all have a good day and good night. Okay. Today we are here with Vilda Paz Elementary Principal, Mr. G. Hello, hello. How are you doing today, Mr. G? Good, good. Thank you for having me on. What brought you to education? What brought me to education? Well, you know, I, I used to work for a nonprofit, um, you know, helping out communities, and I worked a lot in schools. Uh, you know, working with uh, school counselors and school social workers and school principals um, in, in that regard. And, and I really love being at school. So I said, you know what, I want to go back to school. And I got my, my teaching certificate and started teaching in third grade. What do you enjoy about being at Villa de Paz? Well, you know, first and foremost, I've been at Villa de Paz for um, almost... Um, about eight years so i really love the community and i really love the kids and the families 
What other roles have you held before at the school or in a previous school? Well, like I, like I mentioned, I used to be a program coordinator for a nonprofit called Chicanos por la Causa. Um, and I was there uh, many years uh, writing uh, grants uh, for their uh, school and prevention programs, school and community prevention programs. So I did that for a long time, and so I just started to teach. I, I taught at uh, in Cartwright School District uh, for many years in third, fourth, and fifth grade. Um, then I came to Pendergast School District, where I taught fifth grade uh, for about two years. Then I uh, became an instructional coach, working with uh, the school district, and then I became the assistant principal, which I was assistant principal here for about four years, and you know then. When our principal left, I got the opportunity to apply to be your school principal, and, and I got it. So I've been here as uh, serving as a principal for this is my third year now. What is your biggest challenge on a day-to-day basis? Um, on a day-to-day basis, I guess my biggest challenge is time. Uh, this job is very consuming. You do a lot. You're, uh, just, just today, this morning, I met with the parent in the morning. 7.30, then I had an awards assembly, then I had to go to a community luncheon and meet with community members. I also um, then had to another meeting where uh, I had to coordinate uh, with our Love Our Schools Day um, to on Friday and meet with them. Then I came back, I had to do the, K, um, the, the third through fifth grade awards assembly as well too. So, I mean, it's and, you know, constantly, you know, teachers want to come see me, students as well, too. So I was just wish I had more time for everybody. So how long have you been working in your career? Um, like I said, in education, I've been, you know, in a total of 11 years. Like I said, working in, uh, you know, as a teacher and then um, as a assistant principal and a principal. Did you do something else before you worked in this career? Did it help you prepare prepare for your current job? Yeah, like I mentioned, uh, I worked in the nonprofit field, um, you know, really working with families and communities. So that really helped me, um, you know, really step into my role. And, you know, I do that as well, too. I, I work with the local block watch. Um, I'm always constantly trying to get, uh, you know, the remember the Verizon grants? So I, I wrote that grant. So for you guys to get iPads and for teachers to get trained. So I'm always looking to what we can bring uh, to Via de Paz to, for the betterment of, of you guys. So what education did you have to do to enter your career? Well, um, I, I do have my degree from Arizona State University, my bachelor's degree um, in sociology, right? And then um, you know, to be a teacher, you need to be certified. So I went, um, I went back to school, um, at NAU, Northern Arizona University, and I got my degree in uh, curriculum and instruction, my master's degree in curriculum instruction, and which had a teaching certification. So I, you know, I became certified to teach. And then in order to be an administrator at a school, you need to have an administrator's license. So I went back to school and got my second master's degree from Grand Canyon University to, um, and I also, um, you had to take a test. It was like a 200 question test and an essay that you needed to pass. And it was super, super duper hard, but 
I was able to pass it and I got my administrative certificate in order to become a principal. So yeah, that's all you have to you have to do. A lot of schooling. What skills do you use for your career on a daily basis? Well, just like I'm doing right now with you, you need to be a good communicator, right? Because you're talking to students, you're talking to parents, you're talking to community members, you're talking to teachers, you're talking to staff as well too. So. You know, you need to make sure that you're a good, good communicator. That's been one of the biggest skills. What personal uh, traits? What personal traits would be ideal for you in for your career? I think personal traits. I mean, you you really need to be a good listener, right? A lot of times. Uh, a lot of people just talk and talk and talk, but they don't listen. So I think, you know, being a good listener and empathy, uh, you guys know what empathy is? Yes. Yeah, caring about others. So I think you need to uh, have a lot of empathy as well, too. What would a typical day look like for you in your career? So I kind of went through it a little bit right earlier and kind of talked to you guys about, you know, just a typical day, but, you know, it's, it's a lot of work. Um, it's a lot of long hours. Um, and just, you know, to give you guys a, um, a rundown, for example, um, we, on Thursday, we have the soccer game. So I have to stay, supervise our soccer game. And then afterwards at 6.30, I have a VDP block watch meeting here at the, at the Pendergast Community Center. So I have to attend that and I probably won't get home till like 8.30 at night. So it's it's a very long days, very, um, you know, stressful days as well too. But you know, I do it because because I like um, the community, and I you know I I, I want to make sure that you guys have a, a good opportunities in the future. So to add on to that, what are some of your uh, everyday duties? So I mean, obviously, uh, first and foremost, the, my everyday duty is to make sure that everyone's safe at the school. Right, uh, making sure that your teachers are teaching and students are learning, so that's that's super important to me as well too. So those are those are really the three most important things um, that principals do. I wanted to ask you a personal question. What are some of the greatest achievements that you've done as a principal at this school? Well, um, when we first when I I first became an admin, one of uh, I mean I mean rehab. We started off, um, I don't know if you guys know, but schools get rated, right? They get a report card too, right? So for the longest time, Villa de Paz was always a C school, all right? So consistently we were a C school. So we were able to turn it around and uh, we became a B school. And last year, because of you guys, we were able to get a B school and we were about two points from an A school, right? So that's why I'm uh, so important that you guys um, are doing well and learning um, that way because your test on the ASA is how we get rated, right? So I'm hoping that this, this year you guys rock it and we finally get that A that Via de Paz has never had. So um, and another big accomplishment um, has been the Verizon Innovative Learning. Um, I don't know if you guys know, but uh, there's a hundred thousands of schools that apply to be a Verizon Innovative Learning School but only, uh, only Via de Paz and uh, two, three other schools in the district got it. So that's a great accomplishment as well too. So, and just, you know, some other partnerships with you guys like TechSmart, 
right? And you guys are able to do Python. And that was another grant that we were a part of with Westmeg. And because that cost a lot of money to, to put. So, um, you know, the computer science you guys do, Mr. Neville, that curriculum, uh, that is courtesy of uh, uh, a partnership we have with Westmeg and TechSmart. So, and we also have another partnership with Amazon Future Engineers Program that really helps our kinder through fifth grade students with computer science as well. I also had a personal question. Yes. What what advice do you have for the kids that are moving on to the next stage, which would be high school? Um, I would say, you know, one, one advice that I would have is take it serious. Um, you know, so a personal thing for me, um, I didn't dress out my freshman year. Um, because uh, you your freshman year you take health and PE right everyone does and for PE I didn't dress out and that's how you get graded so I think I got a C in that class and it really affected me because when I wanted to apply to universities um, as a senior I always carried that C with me it stays in your transcripts right so what I what I'll tell you is you guys need to take it serious Take school serious from your freshman year all the way to your senior year and making sure that, that you are trying your best. And how simple, just dress out and you get an A, right? And I didn't do that. I wish somebody would have told me how important it would be. You know, unfortunately, I had to go to Mesa Community College before I went to ASU, but, you know, I never stop and, and, and never stop. Like, you are capable of a lot. And, you know, you you have to... In Spanish, the word we use is ganas. Have you heard that? Mm -hmm. You have to have the ganas, right? You have to have that want, and nobody's going to do things for you as you get older. You're going to start to have uh, to start doing things for yourself, like getting up, uh, doing your homework, looking at your syllabus, because your syllabus is going to tell you what you need to do. So, uh, you know, all these different things, you're going to have to advocate for yourself. If something's happening to you, you can't go tell your mom because you're in college, right? Like your mom's, <laughs> imagine if you're in college and you say, mom, this and that. Uh, like, you know, so as you get into high school, um, it's important that you find your voice and you advocate for yourself, be involved, do things and, you know, be a part of, um, be a part of, you know, different clubs. There's all these clubs um, that are in high school, all these different opportunities and take it and sometimes that means that it might you might not be with your friends but you're gonna make new friends right because if you tell me who are my friends now they're the friends that i made in high school not the f kids I, the kids that i knew in middle school because i don't really have a lot of friends that that i that i had in middle school that are my friends in high school and that's okay right okay i think that's all the questions Do you have any more questions emma mm -mm. Well, thank you guys for, um, for um, you know, interviewing me. And um, like I always say, go Dust Devils.
Hello, guys. Um, today I'm go- I'm talking about uh, Wait, the. You didn't say your name. All right. <laughs> Hello, guys. To Aylin here. Today I'm going to be doing researching the job of. What is the job again? A teacher assistant. Oh okay, I'm going to try it again. Hello, guys. Aileen here. Today I'm researching the, the, researching the, the job of a teacher or a teacher student. We are here with Mr. B. Hello, my name is Mr. B. And so I'm going to ask you a few questions. Why did you decide to enter your career? I chose to be a teacher because in past experiences, I've had great teachers that have helped me grow as a person. And I wanted to give back to my own community as well, who've a very, uh, that's helped me grow as a person. And so I wanted to just help other kids grow as individuals. How long have you been working at, into this career? Uh, since I'm still in college, I've only been interning for close to a year now. That's how long I've been interning. Uh, did, you, did you think of doing anything else before this career? And how did it help prepare you for this current career? Um, I think back in high school, I wasn't very sure of what I wanted to be. So I think at first I wanted to be like an engineer, something in math, since math was my specialty. I think, but over time, I think I wanted to help uh, peers, my own peers. I was like, maybe teaching would be the field that I'd be more suited for. And so that's when I pursued teaching, I think towards the end of my high school year my senior year, and going on to um, in college, that's when I really pursued being a teacher. What skills do you use on this daily day basis? Uh, skills would be like communication. Uh, being a teacher requires a lot of communication, either being explicit with and clear with your instruction or communicating with students like yourself because teachers need to have and create relationships with students so they could build respect or trust with one another. What personality traits do you think ideal is ideal for this career? Teachers have to re- require a lot of patience. Uh, when any With any grade, younger grade requires a special type of patience for little kids. Middle school requires a patience for adolescents or uh, pre-adolescents. And uh, high school teachers require a lot of patience for, obviously, adolescents. Patience would be one. Um, being empathetic and showing humility. I always struggle with the word, but being humble. If you come off as very uh, know-it-all, kids are going to be very standoffish. And, yeah. And being able to be down-to-earth. Being able to relate to your kids, which is a very important trait. Um, so, what do you think is the easiest grade to do? Easiest grade? That's an interesting question that's going to vary. So, obviously, because I'm an elementary teacher, uh, that's where my uh, degree is in. So, a lot of people would say first or kinder. But for myself, I think easiest grade might be seventh. Seventh might be the easiest grade for myself. Well, that that seems really like that seems very hard to imagine because seventh grade is pretty dramatic. <laughs> uh, what do you think is a challenging aspect of your career? 
challenging aspect of my career, it would be having to um, try to understand like how many students we have, especially in middle school. We have over like 80 to sometimes 100 kids, depending the type of year. And knowing to be able to like know the student, what behaviors they have, how to uh, treat those behaviors, how to be how to differentiate our instruction, which means like making sure every student is learning the best uh, best as possible. And knowing um, that's one aspect of teaching that's challenging. The other aspect of teaching would be challenging would be uh, communication amongst parents, uh, staff, admins, and like district. Having that communication between all four and having uh, understanding amongst each other, which is difficult, pretty difficult. Uh, with teaching. That's like the background of it. What is the most rewarding part of your career? Um, as a teacher, something that always affects every teacher, I believe, is um, seeing kids who were struggling and were kind of giving up on themselves. Seeing those kids flourish and having like that little aha moment or something that they hit the brick wall and they can't understand and they finally got it. And you can see it in their eyes of just being like dull to being bright. Either if that be math, English, uh, science, history, things that like typically like they might be uh, distant from. It's like seeing that little spark in them. That's very rewarding as a teacher, seeing that spark. And it's like, okay, I did a, I made a difference in them. Where, where do you think you're gonna be in the next five years with your career? Uh, in five years, I still see myself teaching. Uh, hopefully middle school. I'm not unsure what subject. It could be probably be math. It could be science. Maybe history. But in those five years, I do see myself still teaching in a middle school setting and something in like the STEM or uh, history. If, uh, what piece of advice would you give to someone wanting to enter your career? Piece of advice is um, it's a very hard. Uh, teachers are very. Uh, it's very challenging because society doesn't view teachers as a high aspect in uh, compared to other career paths. But at the end of the day, you have to be caring about the kids. That's what we care about. It's about the kids, and so we need to look past like the challenges that we face and look towards uh, helping those kids flourish. That's our motivation. And I think that's, if you're going in the career path of being a teacher, it would have to be being able to like burden those like um, other people's doubts of your career and just make sure you know what you want. So that's my advice to those future teachers. What is something you wish that people knew about your career? Um, So something that um, I wish people knew about my career would be that um, we deal with a lot of aspects. We deal with psychology, we deal with behavior, we deal with, um, uh, let's see. And it deals with a lot of communication and requires a lot of patience. But I think it primarily would be uh, understanding that teachers have a lot on their plate and we try our best at the end of the day. We do care about every kid. That goes for like parents or admins or district or even other teachers. We all do care about our children. Although sometimes we could be harsh, we do want the best for them. We want them to be prepared for the future. Um, 
So, what is something you wish would change about your career? <laughs> um, ooh, that's a great question. There's like the easy answer of like, oh, teachers should get paid more. But no, uh, another thing that could be changed about our career would be, like, what do you mean by that? Like the fundamentals of teaching or the perspective of teaching? Like something like what, what you do and what's something that is a part of the job you think would change? Like, like that children should behave more or something like that? Uh, I guess we can't control how children behave, but something I would want to change is being a little more, um, in the future, being a little more free to do more creative aspects of teaching without being restricted with, um, at least in Arizona, um, strict, uh, protocols and strict, uh, curriculum so we have to strictly follow. So it limits our creativity, but that is something I wish could slightly change in the future, being a little more creative in our lesson plans and being giving those students the core experiences that they would help that would help them flourish. What what would you see a typical day in your career? Your typical day, you wake up and get ready for work, travel as far as you might be, and I guess the first thing you do is seeing what you want for the day. It's like, okay, let's see what happened yesterday. Let's try to even make it better or uh, try to fix the little errors in the previous day. Say, okay, kids, we're like struggling with this. We might cover it shortly. So like being able to compare your previous day and try to grow the future. And after that, you teach your lesson, you deal with some behavior and you just teach essentially. You just try to go through each period and give them the best experience. That, that was pretty good answers. Um, so what education did you have to do to get to, to your job right now? The education that we have to do is at least four years of college. That's how you become a teacher. Um, I think if you want to be more, uh, want to go further into the field, if you want to become an admin, if you want to have, do special uh, things about teaching like special education, that requires a different, it's still the same, it's still in the same umbrella of education. It just be a different path in college wise. And if you want to specialize in gifted, if you want to specialize in a specific subject, you would have to go and get your master's and doctorates if you want to be like a principal, which requires like studying, I like doing studies. Um, one more question. What, who inspired you to do this job? That's a great question. Um, there's multiple teachers that inspired me. So there's, back then in fourth grade, I had a teacher called Miss uh, Betty Errett, and she was my gifted teacher. She helped me grow as a reader, which is something I uh, struggled with tremendously. Even as a gifted student, I, that was my weakest subject. I was below state average. And she's helped me grow as a reader, which built a lot of my confidence. Uh, the other teachers that helped me along the way would be my high school teachers. It was like Miss and Mr. Burke. They were my uh, gifted seminar teacher and my English teacher, my anatomy teacher. 
and they just help me see like what a teacher can do, how much they can change a student, and uh, in a beneficial way, not a negative way, in a beneficial way. And so those three teachers all inspired me to become a teacher myself. Uh, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me on the podcast. So now we all know what it's like to be a teacher. Mm-hmm. So if, if any of you wants to have a job as a teacher, go for it. Thank you very much. got mail you've got mail hey voices of vdp i just listened to your episode on halloween costumes and making sure that we appreciate other people's uh cultures without uh being a part of cultural appropriation um really proud of you for taking on this topic because it's very important that we honor other people's culture without being offensive. I'm curious about what um, made you all want to be a part of a podcast and Hey Dr. Mar, thank you for listening to our podcast and giving us feedback and the reason why I wanted to join the podcast was I like talking about certain topics like sports and what's going on in the world and I also kind of like arguing and debating like on the podcast hello Dr. Mar to answer your question why I decided to join a podcast is because I wanted to tell everyone else on on the school about what's happening and to tell everyone that's not at this school what our school is like.